After experiencing the transformative power of a regular meditation practice, it's natural to feel inspired to share this gift and guide others on their own journey of discovery through meditation. Join Buddhist teacher David Nickturn and Duncan Trussell, comedian and creator of the Netflix animated series The Midnight Gospel, for a free online event on Tuesday, May 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. They'll discuss the profound practices of mindfulness Dharma Moon's renowned Mindfulness Meditation Teacher Training Program. Get certified by Dharma Moon to teach meditation, lead group practice sessions, and work with individual students. Visit dharmamoon.com slash beherenow for more info and to reserve your spot for the free online event with David Nickturn and Duncan Trussell. Welcome to Ramdas Here and Now. I'm Raghu Marcus with another episode. Today, actually, we're going to switch gears a little bit. And uh, I just thought it'd be fun to uh, introduce a little bit different aspect. Mostly, we use uh, archival talks that Ramdas has given over the years. And uh, I just was looking in the last uh, at some of the media library stuff from ramdas.org, which is very rich. And uh, I saw a talk. Ramdas holds these talks in his house um, that uh, we call puja side chats because they're done right in front of this very large uh, puja table, altar table that he's got in his living room and it looks out, you can look out to the ocean out of his big bay windows. It's very, very beautiful. And uh, so he's had different people that he sits with and and just has a chat with. And uh, today uh, I picked a chat that he did with Lama Surya Das, who was with us uh, back in the day with uh, Neem Karoli Baba, with Maharaji, and uh, and then he, uh, in the 70s, went off with some uh, incredible uh, high lamas of the Tibetan Buddhist tradition and did a lot uh, like Karmapa and Kalu Rinpoche. And he himself uh, did some very intense practices uh, uh, in uh, actually in France uh, for a number of years, uh, meditating solo in a cave, not seeing anybody, and I think he just would have uh, little conferences with his teacher and so on. Uh, and so he has a, a, a really uh, special perspective on uh, on two different paths, the path of bhakti and the Tibetan Buddhist path. So uh, he's he, he has fascinating conversations with Ram Dass whenever they get together. I don't know if you've ever... He's also done some, uh, recently just did a, uh, a webcast with Ram Dass. Uh, and so I thought it would be interesting. We're going to put him in uh, different parts. Uh, and uh, there, there's some with him. And uh, we, we have uh, another couple coming up. We'll see. Well, you can write to us at info at ramdas.org and tell us whether you like this or not. It's a little because it's different. It's the two of them in repartee, as they say. So, um, 
Otherwise, please do continue to uh, support the foundation at ramdas.org and the retreats that we're doing. Big retreat coming up. There's still spots, by the way. April 29th to May 4th, Cultivating the Courage to Love with Ramdas Krishnadas, Roshi Joan Halifax. And uh, you can go to ramdas.org if you feel like at a last-minute thing you can uh, pop over there and spend some wonderful time with us. We'll all be there. And um, again, thanks for the support for the foundation. You can continue to do so by going to ramdas.org and clicking on the donate button. And uh, we shall see you again next week. Here is Ramdas here and now with Lama Surya Das. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stop for a moment and think about something that you really need to get off your chest. It could be frustration with your job or a coworker. It could be fear or uncertainty about the future. It could be a secret that you've been hiding for years. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Speaking with a therapist on a regular basis is also a great way to improve your communication skills, learn to resolve conflict, increase your self-awareness and self-esteem, develop positive coping strategies, build stronger relationships, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, plus switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramdas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramdas. Row, row, row your boat gently row, down row, the stream. Row your boat merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Verily, 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 I'm glad to be here. Ram, ram, ram your das gently down the dream. Happily, joyously, warmly, lovingly, life is God just oh, a stream. <laughs> I learned that from him. It's all his fault. He's the producer, the administer of this Maharaji's Maha producer. Maha Facebook production. Maharaji's the producer. Maharaji is the producer. Is there a director, or is Maharaji doing all the roles? Is there an he's, actor? He's all, all, all the whole thing. He's the whole thing. <laughs> we are all. <laughs> he's the whole thing. He's whole too much. much. He's <laughs> too much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was our moment of laughing yoga. Keep it up during your program. A laughing yoga of much too much unexplored area of the divine practice. <laughs> yeah. But 
sadhana is not a laughing matter. It's not? It's not? You admit it is? I don't know. I, I, I love sadhana. Yeah. It's not always easy, but it's you know, delightful. It's rewarding. it's rewarding, it's juicy, it's everything sadhana should be. Yes. And more. Surprising. Yes. yes. Like Maharaji. Like life itself. What is our true sadhana? I'm thinking about this these days. And what's, what's real spiritual life, spiritual practice? What is sadhana? What is our true way? What is it? Our true way. My true way is just just hanging out with Maharaji. That's the only thing I've got is sadhana. As long as I think he's, he's wisdom, he's compassion, he's, he's peace, he's love. I want to hang out with a person like that. Me going through life. Is there anything that, that he is not? Many people have trouble accepting some of the difficult, dark, or even tragic, ugly sides of life. Is there anything that he it, is not? Well, he's suffering. Suffering is, is, um, is a stepping stone towards God. called useful suffering for suffering mm-hmm. or um, dharmic suffering yeah. we were talking about that yesterday at dinner probably you remember about turning our karma into karma yoga into a way to God to the highest a way home not yeah. just being lost in the conditioning but really Offering it up so that the buoyance of spirit helps lift the burden off us. So it's not just our suffering, but it's his suffering, but it's just suffering. It doesn't afflict us in the same way any longer. The suffering. The suffering. Uh, like I, I may, um, uh, the stroke is the suffering in the world. Because the suffering is, is, is dharmic. Is dharmic. You know, it, it, it depends on you. What? 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 
how you look at each thing. We can take that this as, well, two egos, uh, two egos sitting down, be somebody. Or we could be Dharma masters, or we could be friends, or we could be two guys going on the route to, to, to Maharaji's feet. We're both dances. Let's be that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that route. Sometimes it seems longer than at other times. Yeah. Sometimes it's right here. He has big feet. <laughs> each, each, each moment, each moment, each moment, each moment is a moment with God. Each moment is a moment in God. Each moment, like this moment. Ah, yeah. Yeah. You know, each practice, you can give a person a practice, like karma yoga or anything like that. And, and, they can misuse it, or they can, they can, um, like um, a kirtan. Um, they, they, like, they, they're, they're, they're just singing. Or like, forget they've forgotten that they're singing the names of, of, of the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When people do beads, some of them uh, uh, show other people that their beads around the beads. Rather, really, they're singing, Ram, 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 Ram. Or uh, another one is. Um, hatha yoga, which becomes body beautiful work, mm -hmm. rather than just each 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 pose is is shaking hands with God. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful yoga you described.
shaking hands with God, every pose. So could we take that past Tatha Yoga and outside the yoga studio into every mudra is Mahamudra or every, everything we do is shaking hands with God? And what is intention or remembering, not to forget, remembering to remember, remindfulness as I call it, come in? You mean? Which distinguishes conscious life from unconscious life, although it's all... It's remembering, life. it's remembering, it's remembering, it's remembering, yeah. Then if, you, if, if, if each moment of your life is remembering God, oh, yum, 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 yum. yum. <laughs> So what keeps us from remembering? I feel like we're so habituated and conditioned, partly from nature and background, deep background, and partly from nurture and our this life, karma and society and education, to remember things we put in, like the programming, but lose touch with the bigger picture. What keep us? What obscures this inner light? That our, illumines us by which we see and are seen. Our mind. Mind? Yeah. Conceptual mind? Thinking. Yeah. 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 Like that bird we just heard. Mm-hmm. It could be God sending a reminder, or it could be just a bird, or it could be it could be static on the machine. Mm-hmm. Those three. So I choose to take it as God's Dharma teaching, or song, or poem. Yeah. But in a way, that's a choice. So back, that's why I'm asking you, where does will or intention or a little bit of focus, you know, intention come in to distinguish the just unconditioned, unconscious life from the conscious life that sadaks and practitioners aspire to, although it's all the divine life. It's like some are sleeping Buddhas and some are awakening Buddhas, even though we're all Buddhas by nature. Till we were asleep in the, in the dream, the nightmare that we're suffering or that things are not the way they should not be. It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's intention. What is life? What is life's goal? What is life's goal? A spiritual goal is a goal to become awakened. A goal to become the awakened one. That's the Buddha. Huh? Mm-hmm. Then this minute is, is a stepping stone. Mm-hmm. Everything is Water, sheer water. 
we all drink from the same well. That's right. So every moment is a stepping stone to the infinite or the timeless that's sort of at its heart, transcendent over it, imminent in it at the same time. But that's... The thing that I have wonderful thoughts about is moments mm-hmm. and minutes, uh, yeah. hours. hours. Time is just irrelevant. Is that right? I don't know. I thought you said time is relative or illusory. Out there, out there, is it relative or illusory? Because the, the moment seems to be infinite. Just if you delve into a moment, mm-hmm. you just got caught, not caught. You, you get, you stay in the infinite. Mm-hmm. I'm just having such fun um, growing old. Because growing old allows me to stay in in the infinite. People expect I'm I'm silent. (laughs) (laughs) Not so much, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know. Sometimes your silence roars like thunder. (laughs) (laughs) So are you going to start growing old now and and live more in the the timeless moment? (sighs) Or are you still um, pursuing the path? Trying to get closer to Maharaji, be one with God, you know, whatever. uh, I've always got to be pursuing the path. That's doing something. Well, that's why I'm asking about. I would like to just stop doing and just be, just be. If everybody here agrees with you, what's keeping you from that? Or me? Except our conditioning, but what do you feel? At this stage in your life, not that I see your life, but I mean, I see you here now. At this stage or this moment, I could see it would be totally great to only do what you want, want, what you, with quotes, want, with quotes, to do, with quotes. Not for any ulterior motive. What do you mean? Not for later. Not with some should on your head. Yeah. Not shooting on your head. But yet, isn't there something that keeps us from doing that? Other people. I hate other people. 
Other people are the worst, except for me. <laughs> but I'm sure you remember uh, Sartre. Um, knowing you, you probably uh, studied, you went to his philosophy classes at the Sorbonne or somewhere. But he said, and he was not, he was kind of an atheist, you know, he was a sort of communist, socialist, agnostic, atheist philosopher who never talked about heaven or hell. But he has one famous quote about hell relevant to this. Perhaps you remember. He said, hell is other people. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the downside of too much of this existential emptiness. <laughs> Not enough of the warm-hearted yeah. inner light of the I, vast yeah. spaciousness. Because I, 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 I know I, ne I need... Uh, when I get realized I don't know what that is mm -hmm. have have to, I want to have everybody coming along but I don't want them to screw up my party your nirvana your peace <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's, you know, a bit of, it's like the old Zen Cohen. You can't live with him and you can't live without him. You can't be enlightened with him, you can't be enlightened without him, so I guess you can't be enlightened. <laughs> well, you can chew on that until your teeth wear down, your jaw wears down, your head falls off, and you're just a heart, not worrying about enlightenment anymore. I don't worry anymore. I don't care about the future. And I don't care about the past. This is about what I've got. I'm, go I'm going into it. <laughs> well, the now uh, is enough. Come on. Now and the, enough. Now is enough. You're the, you're the master of the be here now. I mean, I think I'm getting tired. I think the now is getting a little old. We need a little new now. A little freshening, although the thing, the substance well, of it is 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 not not getting old, but the the clicheing about it gets a little old. How do they? What it... Clicheing about it, like I can't remember anything. I live in the now. Or I remember. I can't remember anything. I meditate too much. Or let's not make plans. Planning is a nowness activity. Yes, it is. You need to plan the, the root. Nowness awareness <clears throat> is planning. There's no contradiction. Remembering is a nowness activity. Just we don't want to live in our heads in the past. It's too nostalgic. That's all. It's all nowness awareness, nowness isness. Why discriminate against past or future thoughts? I think that's part of the clicheing that we see a little bit in the New Age ghetto about the now that you started. You, I blame you for everything. You're the original <laughs> producer of all this. We will follow along. You know, I've been thinking and writing about time a lot lately, and this is an evergreen, timeless subject long before the here now and, and you know, Eckhart Tolle's new now or whatever is the next now. But I think it's very important for us to realize that it may seem far from us, but we're never out of it. And we can, we can live in, the, we do live in the now and remembering and planning and doing what needs to be done. 
and what fits. Yes, practically I, I, speaking, I understand that. Like we made an appointment to do this at eleven o'clock, so time is illusory and relative, but it's also useful in the horizontal, the, linear sense, yeah. conventional time. Yeah. Although the ascendant, deepest sense, intersect the eternal yeah. now, intersects every moment of it. Yeah. But past, present, and future. Yeah. So every moment is a stepping stone, or has in its heart the eternal, the timeless, the infinite. You said. Time and space, the infinite, timeless. That's nice. This is a Tibetan symbol. It's an ancient mandala of wholeness. The Christians co-opted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mandala. It probably predates that back to the Hindu swastika. Not the Nazi swastika, but yeah. you know, the Hindu, the symbol of the moving, yeah. wholeness, the ascendant, you know, Shiva and Shakti intersecting. Yeah. In the moment or everywhere, or everywhere is the center of the mandala, no outside, all center, this kind of ancient, non-dualistic thinking. Each being is the whole divinity. Well, that's nice. That's what I learned you from just, you and from Maharaji and from Buddha and from my teachers. And You started all this. I just want to say, you know, like I could never... Yesterday at lunch, somebody was um, stroking me or poking me. You never know which. That now I have more books than Ram Das. And I would say, you know, you started all this. You showed us how to do it and also how to talk about it and also how to collect one-liners and how to bring the holy fire down from the mountain to the uh, streets and put it in English today. And you're still doing it. And I know you're talking more about the heart these days and trying to remind us not to be too caught up in the mind. So I like to um, heartily, you know, sort of encourage you to bring that out a little more even here. I know we're using words, you know, but... Not just enlightenment from the eyebrows up. I know that's a concern of all of ours. Yeah. The only way I can bring the heart out is by mentioning Maharaji. And he started it all. Because he got, he, the, the I went and st stayed uh, six months the first time I was in India. And I you was, with Maharaji? Huh? I was uh, me, yeah. Is that where you got your name? I thought you got it from um, City Ma or somebody. No, or no. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> Baba uh, My teacher, Baba Haridas, he came in and he said, and all the time, all the time until there, Maharaji had, had forbidden anybody to 
to to um, write about him, even when the governor uh, was uh, even the governor even uh, even the governor. <laughs> The governor of what? I don't, I don't know. The governor. <laughs> the governor. I've been wanting to know who's governing for a long time. Go ahead, don't let me distract you with my journalism. <laughs> and, and everybody was just, Bugs wanted to give him, uh, and he, um, um, Baba said, you know, Maharaji gave you Ashurbad for your book. And I said, well, I, there was two questions. What is Ashurbad and whose book? I'd never submitted <laughs> what a book. You knew so, what was in your mind. <laughs> and, he, and he says, Ashurbad is blessing. And it's a book, I don't know. So I, I. You didn't know, and he didn't know. And yeah. that's the book. <laughs> and that's how Be Here Now came. I mean. That's a great story of creative mystery. Yeah. Out of nothing, everything. So Maharaji is your muse, then, not just your guru, and everything that you do or create is his, you're channeling him, without him to overemphasizing the word channeling. I am, I, I am his... the vessel. I am his vessel, I am his... Puppet. His ventriloquist dummy, we were joking about that the other I'm day. Dummy. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I I when I give a lecture I'm surprised by something that comes out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. And I sort of what is that where is that from? And it's it's Somebody is using me. You're possessed by him? Is that your excuse for all the things that you do yeah. around here? <laughs> That's a good one. at any it me give me to God that in, in uh, Dada's book near and the deer he says it's the guru is uh, 
chiseling, like like somebody Sculpting. coming up. And I'm David. Boy. Nice. Nice. Or, yeah. The perfect image of man as God. Yeah, as man as God. As man as God. So how does that chiseling feel? For me, it feels sometimes like he's uh, banging on me with a hammer or a sharp tool. And it's hard to like it, surrender to it, accept it, that it's bringing out when you're way back, within. I'm way back. Because I'm, I'm only yeah. sanding. <laughs> you're up to the sanding and polishing yeah. after with the yeah. bang and chiseling? He's, yeah. he's polishing me. He's polishing, so you're almost done. I'm almost done. You're looking very pink, like pink marble right out of Michelangelo's aquarium. <laughs> David was naked, too. You remember? You know, in the... In the I, I... I... Sometimes I show... Um, reincarnation like this. This is one. Those are the incarnations. Mm. That's the, the final one. That's the final one? I seem to remember Ramakrishna getting stuck like that yeah. in that famous picture. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the picture was stuck and he went move on, but it looks like he was in Samadhi. Uh, so that's your feeling about reincarnation, just the consciousness. You're, you're getting there. You're getting Boyance. there. So people come Boyance to me and they are saying, my life is so chaotic and so I, per, I say, just wait a, a couple of incarnations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we Americans like to wait. <laughs> yeah. We want it now. So are you waiting, or are you there, or are you in between, kind of being there while getting there? Like, no, I'm, I'm say, just. What are you doing? Allegedly, the the path is the goal. <laughs> the path is the goal. Just this. Just this. And this. Just this. We... Enough. I have a few things to say, ask. Stop. Okay let, it, let him say a few words. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, this involves you, your participation. I mean, I don't know if, you know, if it's usable or not, but... Yesterday, our, our young poet friend... Ken over here, Ken Burns, as I call him, behind the camera, 
was t t saying he was just reading the Duino elegies by poet, German poet Rilke, and how marvelous it was. And um, so it came to mind, what's left in my mind, to mention to him, ask if he had, you remember, have read Rilke's great classic, short classic, Letters to a Young Poet, which so transcends the genre of poetry, and it's really letters to a young spirit, just letters from the elder to the young. And um, I was thinking it would be really marvelous if you know you, we, other elders, etc., could talk a little bit about that kind of thing, maybe under the rubric, you know, the, in these puja side chats with Ramdas, but under the rubric of um, letters to a young seeker, letters, letters to a young. Bodhisattva, letters to a young spiritual practitioner. Letter, you, you suggested the title, letters to a young bhakta. Letters to a young devotee, disciple, avid follower or seeker of God and, and, and truth and love. What do you think about that? What, what would you say, uh, you know, as a letter, maybe beginning this chain letter, and we can pass it on and other elders could weigh in on it? Well, a little... Um, Episode to the to the young bhaktis and seekers and spirits today. The young people in the West are different from the young people in the East. The East have got a culture that supports them to to think of things of the. I mean, if a if a kid is named Krishna, <laughs> it's hard for him to right. to avoid to, that. <laughs> to avoid, avoid Krishna his whole life. <laughs> well, it's been done. <laughs> I won't mention names. <laughs> but. Uh, um, in, in, in we Westerners, we 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 poison everything we touch, like bhakti yoga, like um, uh, uh, keratin. It's, it's just fun and games. And, and like yoga, just for health and losing the other possible dimensions. And yeah, yeah, then it's. This podcast is brought to you by the Love Serve Remember Foundation and Ramdas.org. We appreciate you listening and we appreciate all the support that you've given us. Please continue that support and donate at ramdas.org. We can then continue to share what Ramdas has been sharing for all of these years. Thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What do you need to get off your chest? 
we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It's also a great way to learn to resolve conflict, develop positive coping skills, and much more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Ramdas today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramdas.